You're now tuning in to True Way Gaming Podcast, hosted by One Way Soldier. We answer your gaming-related questions and talk about gaming-related topics. Now available on major platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, and others. Helping you game with a better understanding. Hey, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode, or rather the first episode of True Way Gaming in 2022. My name is uh, One Way Soldier, or... You call me Carl, and here on True Way Gaming, we answer your gaming-related questions and talk about gaming-related topics. And on this first episode of the year for True Way Gaming, I invite back on two guests onto the show. First, Caroline. Hello. <laughs> and then the second guest, Tony. Hello. There you go. And then before we, we get into the topic of this episode, I wanted to first sincerely apologize to you listeners. Um, I've been sick for the past two weeks. Um, me and my family actually we've been sick for the you know for the past two weeks. So so these past two weeks I have not uploaded an episode of True Gaming. You know, uh, I don't want people to think that oh that's it you know the show's over or anything. Um, literally I just been sick to the point where I can't I couldn't concentrate I couldn't. Do what I'm doing now, you know, sit down and having a conversation. I, I was I was all jacked up, you know. So I wanted to sincerely apologize um, for that. Um, but thank you for sticking with me. And again, Troy Gaming, you know, I already have a couple of episodes uh, for you know down the pipeline, and it's gonna be awesome. The year 2022 is gonna be amazing, amazing stuff for Troy Gaming. And um, you know, on now on to the episode. And Caroline, what are we gonna be talking about today? We're going to be talking about uh, Microsoft Xbox's acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Oh, so exciting. Oh, my goodness. So amped. I, you know, literally when I woke up this morning, right, and, you know, I did some stuff, and I think like an hour later, I got a notification on my phone, and then Tony sent yeah. something in the group chat. Tony, and I looked at my phone, and I was like, Rrr! like, like Scooby-Doo or something. It was crazy. And then, yeah, exactly. <laughs> And then Microsoft, <laughs> you know, Activision, um, is Activision Blizzard is part of Team Xbox, and oh yeah, this is literally a, a scenario or a situation where it, it was, it's a dream, you know, it was a dream for me for this to happen, you know, and I think literally the last time we had our, um, I think I had a conversation with you, Tony, about this. Um, we we're saying you're like, nah, it's impossible. No, it's not gonna happen because you know Activision. They have so much stuff. Uh, you know, they're making bank. You know, especially they're with these wars on the loan. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, and, and you know, yep. and, and when you said that to me, you know, I, I believed you. I was like, you know what, I, I could agree with that. But that's that's something that I wish that could happen. And today, man, January eighteenth, uh, twenty twenty two, just bam, like the impossible became possible. Praise God. You know what I mean? Like, is is this crazy? And can I tell you how I saw it? Yes. I was going to ask that. This morning, I was at work, and then I just checked my phone. And it was on Reddit. And at first, it said, rumor, Microsoft looking into acquiring Activision Blizzard. And that already was like, my heart sank. I'm like, what? What? I clicked on it, and then I'm reading what other people are posting. And then another person posted. It was like an updated poster, like... Xbox confirms it. I clicked. 
on that, you know, we want to welcome the new partners, whatever, however they worded it. And that's when I knew I had to send it to you guys. It was crazy. I, I still can't believe it. I, this is... Yes, it's... This is the biggest day in gaming history right now. Dude, my it's heart. It's crazy. Yes, dude, my heart. Oh my goodness, so many... And Caroline, what, what does this news mean to you personally? First, my initial reaction when I read the headline is, ah, oh, yes, that means I don't have to pay for Overwatch 2. It's going to come straight to Game Pass. And, uh, but like overall, I'm so excited. I'm a huge, huge Overwatch fan. That I've, I think that's the game I've played the most. If you were to look at my playtime uh, recorded, I think my number one is Overwatch. And they just have so many great games in their catalog. So this really is like no hype or exaggeration, a momentum day in in gaming history because, uh, and then for myself as well, it's like, oh my goodness, you know, all of these amazing and classic games. And in his statement, Phil Spencer even said, you know, we're going to work to bring all of these games to Game Pass. So specifically as a Game Pass subscriber, I feel so much excitement. It's just tremendous bang for my buck in all of the games that are going to be added. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Some exciting stuff. And, and wow. So Tony, what, what about you? There's more that I want to talk about and, and something that I'm, I'm curious to hear both of your answers for, but what does this personally mean for you on a personal level? I hope it means something slightly different because personally I don't play any of these games that they publish. <laughs> no, I don't play any Blizzard games. I don't play any Activision games. Not even like Tony Personal. Hawk. Well, yeah, we, Tony Hawk. Car- Carl and I bought each other Tony Hawk and we haven't played it in a while. We haven't played it since we bought it. But now they have free skate, so we need to play it. Yeah, true. Online. So I used to play it. Activision games a long time ago when they were making the Spider-Man games. I played almost all of them. But yeah, now I'm hoping, and maybe we'll get into it later some more, but I'm hoping that under new management, under Phil, under Matt Booty, under Xbox, they can use these studios. And I want Matt Booty to go to these studio heads and say, are you interested in a new IP? Have you guys been thinking about anything creative that you might want to try out instead of just Call of Duty? And then I want... Toys for Bob to tell them something. I want High Moon to tell them a new idea. Mm-hmm. I want Beanox to tell them a new idea. Infinity War, sure, they could keep doing Call of Duty. They're not going to drop Call of Duty, but I'm be, uh, hoping... Less than the crunch time on that. Yeah, and I'm sure that's going to be its own topic. Carl, I know you got probably a lot to say about Call of Duty, but... Are you guys still there? I'm Just here. Circle of... Yeah. There he is. Okay, okay. That's weird. Uh, that looks like it's cutting off. Uh, but yeah, uh, please continue. I'm sorry. Oh, I wrapped it up there. I just want these studios to show what they're capable of. That's really what I want in the end. You so know, Xbox of, does a... Uh... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Instead of just making Call of Duty, because Activision Studios... Ignoring Blizzard, Blizzard, they do their own stuff. But Activision, they have five or six studios, and they're all making Call of Duty. 
Yep. I would want that to change. But yeah, go ahead. The good thing about how Xbox handles their game studios is they allow that. Like a lot of times in their ID at Xbox program, so they already have experience with handling, um, but just on a smaller scale studios they allow for growth and new ips and even with the acquisition of bethesda we have a brand new ip it's not like your next um elder scrolls or a fallout they're creating a brand new ip it's going to be exclusive for xbox and that's already super exciting and i think that that's not a far out idea than what's going to happen with this activision blizzard acquisition i would love to see some brand new ips being birthed because of this whole merging process yeah, also, wow. And, and you know, Tony uh, said, um, you know, gave a, a few um, uh, a few names uh, of studios that are now under Xbox's umbrella. And I have a list of them here. And two of them in particular um, really was like, well, you know, actually four of them, but <clears throat> a lot of them. But I'll explain it. Yeah, so <clears throat> right here, the list is we are incredibly excited to have a chance to work with amazing, talented Dedicated people across Activision Blizzard, um, <clears throat> Blizzard Entertainment, Binox, Demonware. So that's not my, not my number one right there. Like, whoa. Digital Legends. I'm going to explain why. High Moon Studios, Affinity Ward, King, the people that make Candy Crush, Major League Gaming, um, Radical Entertainment, the, the people that make uh, Prototype and other stuff, um, Raven Software. That was my number two. Sledgehammer Games, Toys for Bob, Treyarch, and every team across Activision Blizzard. So, you know, there's more. But in particular, you know, me, uh, um, Demonware and Raven Software uh, software stood out to me. And why I say that is, uh, you know, again, you guys know, you know, listeners, you know that I'm a retro gamer. And one of my favorite games, you know, I have a lot of favorite games, but I'm a big fan, a big, big fan of first-person shooters. And one first-person shooter that really, that I cherish in my heart from back in the days, early 2000s, I think the first one came out in 1998, and then the second one came out um, in 2002 for the original Xbox. And that is the Soldier of Fortune franchise, the Soldier of Fortune 1 and 2. Um, Raven Software did that. Um, and then um sometime later for the xbox 360 soldier of fortune payback which was the least you know polished one and, and favorite one um that was made by demonware but <clears throat> in other words with this deal um going by what you both said you know, i hope that again that my hope is like you know the phil Spencer says all right you know what what are some games that you guys want to work on? What are, you guys want to work on different IPs other than Call of Duty or something? Because Raven Software and then Demonware they always assist with Call of Duty Warzone, or they always, uh, especially Raven Software, they always assist. There were always an assist uh, studio for you know Call of Duties, uh, just like Sledgehammer. You know what I'm saying? And I remember not too long ago, early uh, by I think late 2021, there was even talks of Activision closing Raven Software. And now Microsoft comes in like the hero and, and, you know, scoops up everyone, you know, and boom, now, you know, you know, when the deal closes officially, uh, but now they, you know, that studio is saved and they make some of the best legendary shooters, man. You know, uh, Raven software, we uh, talk software. Oh, Raven, okay. Raven, yeah. And Demonware, 
Um, Raven I made do, one of my favorite Activision games. I was going to say Singularity. One. Yeah. That's, that's that was another thing that this means. Now yes. it's possible if that team wants to, we could see a Singularity Part 2. You know, like like Activision has so much IPs underneath their belt. And with this acquisition, it's like now we get to see these games that, that Activision tried back in the day. We could see a rebirth of the franchises or and or a, a reboot um, of, of these IPs that they got underneath their belt, you know, and it, it's just it's crazy. It's crazy, exciting to think about, especially Singularity. Singularity, oh my goodness, that game is so so underrated. I mean, right, Tony? We always talk about it. We always talk about man, why why is it not backwards compatible, right? It's, it's yeah, Carl, that's what good. I'm thinking, man. You think they'll add it to Game Pass or something? You think they could pull a miracle and and have that's this backwards thinking. compatible? Like, well, why couldn't they bring it before? You think they could do it now? But they I know Activision Blizzard. I know, I know they have to do it now. I mean, I, I mean, okay. What I mean is, Microsoft made it clear that you know the backwards compatibility program is pretty much locked down for now. Like they added the, the last list, and hearing this announcement too, that was also in the back of my mind. I'm like, man, you know, is it possible that Microsoft goes, you know, on second thought, we're gonna add a couple of more games, uh, you know, from our from our IP list, like Singularity. Um, you know, I um, yeah, yeah. I was, I was trying to think about other games. I had a, a couple of ideas. Well, but, um, I, I think it's possible because they said, remember the reasons? It was like technical restrictions, uh, like licensing and just and like contracts or whatever. Yeah, legal yeah. restrictions. This is. I'm hoping Singularity falls under legal, and now that they own Activision Blizzard, now it's a possibility. Now they could go back and say, hey, we could add some of these games. Praise God, dude! If they do add it. Two things. One, I'm streaming this. You know, like I'm gonna make this an event. <laughs> and two, we gotta get back on that multiplayer because that multiplayer I truly enjoyed. The 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 soldiers versus the monsters. I, mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. You know. And again, I also hope that uh, you know it becomes backwards compatible. But even we might even get a sequel. I hope we'll get a sequel because that game was brilliant. You know, it wasn't just a mindless shoot 'em up. You know, what I'm saying like that had. To me, a lot of brilliant puzzle solving mechanics as well. And it was secretly a horror game that you didn't tell me about. <laughs> what, you want to explain that story? <laughs> yeah, it's not a long story. It's just Carl, Caroline, I don't know if he told you, but like Singularity, it's been a while since I played it, but yeah, it's just like heavy sci fi. It just is a first person shooter, story driven, and then there's a thing. Game to me, and I think you lend the game to me, or yes, I, I, I think you tell me to buy. Did you lend it to me? Yeah, because I have two copies. Oh, I okay. Uh, so he let me borrow it, and then I'm playing it, and this game is freaking me out left and right. Like the music <laughs> and the sound effects are so creepy and scary. There's like parts where you're like swimming underwater, and then a dead body just floats up in front of you, and then there's a huge oh loud musical cue, and yeah, and then the monsters all sound really creepy, and they jump at you. And then I think like the next day, I tell Carl like, "Dude, he didn't tell me it was a horror game. Like, I'm getting so freaked out playing this." And it, it I don't think it is considered a horror game. Like, if you look it up, it's not gonna say horror game, but I think it's pretty scary. But I love it. It's In great. the beginning. Yeah. Any comments, Caroline? 
No, I'm looking it up right now. I just wanted to like get a visual of what he was saying. And the first screenshot that like showed up on Google Images is these like creatures. And I'm like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, I get it. That's scary. But what I love about that game though, it's it's a shoot 'em like like I said, like this sounds contradictory what I said, but it's a shoot 'em up, but it's also like there's also uh brilliant level designs in the game as well in terms of how you traverse and you have a, a little device in your hand that you could uh restore time or you know it's not like prince of persia where you sort of rewind time but you sort of travel through time um in levels and you know it's really it's really dope um but what i love about that game is that there's also big boss battles where you have to fight massive uh creatures i think there's literally one level one one level that um it's like one of my favorites is like you're in a train and this train is like hanging off the track, so to speak. And then you got this giant ant looking monster, you know what I'm saying? And he's trying to, you know, kill you and stuff like that. And you got to yeah. shoot him when you're within the train, you know, uh, it was a really cool level. And there's just other major bosses, but it's just so well done. The shooting feels fantastic. The boss battles are awesome. The enemies are, you know, they look, they look good. They don't look like bland enemies, you know, like everything looks inspired in that game. And, it's just and the story is great and the, the story is yeah. really good too and it has multiple endings it has three endings yeah i um, forgot about that actually yeah and it's 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 real heavy those three endings so it's to me yeah it, it's it's a real it's a masterpiece to me it's a masterpiece and it's we we've never seen it again we've never seen a sequel we've never seen uh, a remaster so, uh, so to speak um and then again soldier of fortune uh i remember that game um, I do believe won the reward uh, years ago, like early 2000s, for the one of the most uh, before Manhunt. It won the reward of the most uh, graphic, uh, like bloodiest games, because in that game, wow. literally, you you, sh- you could shoot people's limbs off, shoot yeah. people's heads off. Uh, you have a knife, for example, you could legit chop up bodies in the game until you see the bone. Really graphic stuff, but of course, the graphics are like old, you know, so it doesn't, you know, it doesn't look detailed like Mortal Kombat 11 or something. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it added, you know, not to sound like a psychopath, but it added, in other words, it added <laughs> a, a realism to warfare. You know what I'm I saying? See. Added, <laughs> yeah, I think about Call of Duty Modern Warfare. One thing, the, the reboot, 2019 reboot. What I like about that game is it captures the dark side of war. You know, we think, oh, you shoot guns and run around the battlefield. But, you know, there's more to that. There's heavy consequences <laughs> of war. And that's what I like about the Soldier of Fortune, uh, Fortune excuse me uh franchise so with this act you know acquisition i really hope phil hopefully he played this years ago you know because uh part two was exclusive to original xbox for a little while um uh soldier 42 double helix and i really hope that you know they they go you know what phil can can, can we make a remastered trilogy or something can, can we or can we reboot the franchise you know because Oh, that's just, I don't know, I, I still have both games, and I, I love them. And I encourage any first-person um, shooter fan, you know, that's an adult, to definitely dive in and play these games. You know, I, I definitely recommend it. It's awesome. Um, and another thing, I don't mean to sound like go over the place, guys. Forgive me, and, you know, don't be afraid to slow me down, so to speak, if you need me to. Slow down now. Oh, I'm okay. kidding, keep going. No, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> one thing that with this acquisition immediately what i thought of you know a lot of fans when uh what's that studio called toys for bob or yeah bob for mm-hmm. toys 
Oh, toys for Bob. Okay. Um, Bob for toys. That works as well, but that's different. <laughs> toys for Bob. Like bobbing for apples, except you're bobbing for toys. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> um, I remember there was a huge backlash against Activision when Activision pulled that studio from making uh, DLC content for Crash Bandicoot 4 and or, um, you know, making more games like that and had them strictly work on Warzone. There was a major backlash in the community. Um, because very recent, know, yeah, very recent, yeah. I, I would say, uh, what middle 2021 or early 2021 or late 2020? I, was, I think it was early 2021, well, around there, but yeah, it's still the wounds are still fresh, exactly, exactly. And yeah, because you know, again, first of all, making a sequel, official sequel for Crash Bandicoot, um, after many years, that's awesome. That's also, we saw that, and again, they they did a fantastic job with part four, they did a fantastic job. And um, also just re- uh, remaking Crash uh, the trilogy, uh, Spyro and Crash Bandicoot. You know, what I'm saying to our current platforms. Um, I think they also did. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did they have? Did they also help out with Tony Hawk? I think. Or so. was that B Knox? I'm trying to remember who did Tony Hawk. But in other words, when I saw this acquisition, because people were like, "Yeah, that's awesome." They re- they completely remade Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two. But what I see constantly again and again in forums and on Reddit, on Twitter, people ask about, okay, since, you know, can we please get a Tony Hawk Underground remaster or remake? And with this acquisition, um, you know, and Phil Spencer, he's in the loop. Matt Booty's in the loop. I, I hope because of this, you know, I, I know they, they are not forcing the you know studios hey we want this made you know it's up to the studios but i know with this acquisition hopefully there's a there's a outcry from the community uh of gamers and and hopefully they'll go you know what let's do it now you know let's we have the funding we could do it let's make a tony hawk underground remake one and two and or bring it back to backwards compatibility uh, or something because you know, those the, the tony hawk underground and i agree i played it to me is definitely the best tony hawk game i've ever played hands down really better than one or two yes if, have you ever played tony hawk underground not much no no i only played dude. uh tony hawk pro skater 2 uh, it's oh it's special tony hawk underground oh my goodness it's 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 so dope it sounds weird but it's more than skateboarding <laughs> just put it what that way it? a way of life it's <laughs> it's a lifestyle. You yeah. gotta get it, mom. You get to be the board. <laughs> it's it's uh oh my goodness, it is so like it's only how you know you get to create your character from scratch, or whatever like that. But um, was it? It has how should I say? There's the, like in that game you could it's it's sort of like open world. It's open world. And there's even like, you know, uh, how should I say, missions that people give you even um, if you talk to them. And there's like, for example, there was this one mission where um, this dude was like, hey, I, I need to move, you know, my car. I need to move it and I can't do it right now. Can you do it for me? Literally, you're driving a car, you know, um, and it's like a street racing car. <laughs> yeah, no lie. Yeah. You're driving a street racing car and you have to like race in it or whatever. Um, there's, you know, you could get off your skateboard and interact with different things um there's there's moments where i think there's like guys chasing you or something i remember there's a mission like that and you have to run away and and get on your skateboard and you have to like 
Um, it's like a real action scene. It's, it's really dope. Um, and then there's also uh, I'm trying to remember another one um, that I'm trying to think of. Um, you you could just do so much crazy stuff in there. You know, I think you could legit even ride a, a drive a helicopter if I'm not mistaken. Um, Are you? Whoa. <laughs> yeah, like like I'm telling you, it's it's more than skateboarding. And it's created like I don't know GTA before before GTA Five or whatever. <laughs> yeah like I- i'm telling you like it's not i'm not <laughs> you don't snuff people or anything like that but it's it's more than skateboarding it, it really is and uh and the story mode is cool um the story mode is really cool uh i'm trying to remember i can't really remember specifics in terms of story um because it's, it's been a long time since i played it uh but man it's it's something that we need on current generation we, we definitely need it and I'm I'm pretty sure it will sell if they remade Underground One and Underground Two. You know what I'm saying? Like they need it back. Or right, I have some worries though about the possibilities of bringing back these dormant IPs. Uh, what worries is that? Well, I think. Well, I'm going to ask you guys, do you think it's a high possibility that they're going to allow these studios to the, do like the freedom to like make whatever new IP they want or go back and remaster, remake the old ones or whatever? You think that's a high possibility and you think that's why Xbox and Microsoft bought them? Or do you th- I think the first one, well, just in my opinion, I think the primary reason for purchasing was to acquire their current catalog of games for Game Pass. But then also, I don't know if we're going to see a Call of Duty factory. I do think that under, I think it's more probable that they're going to go the route of new IPs or remastering um, older, more popular IPs than just the Call of Duty factory. I think that um, they want to implement some change. Phil Spencer, I think specifically, in my opinion, he's all about games, and he's a guy who loves games, like, when it comes to the varieties. You know, I don't think he's just going to want the same, like, he's going to want Call of Duty every year or something. He's could probably, like, I think there's a more likelihood of new IPs or re-released or remastered than the Call of Duty factory. Nakar, you think this too? Me, um, obviously, I could be wrong. Obviously, because I don't work in the you know the studios or anything. Um, but in my opinion, I'm pretty confident that we're not going to see Call of Duty every year. I think that cycle is going to stop. I think honestly, um, we're going to see we're going to see Call of Duty, obviously. Uh, but I think literally Phil, um, because yeah, they report to him. If the studios, you know, need more time. One thing that I always see uh, a developer um, in an interview, they always say, "Man, it's like a, it's like a race uh, against the clock every year." Uh, we'll Call of Duty, and literally, I think because of this acquisition now, um, I, I I think it's we're gonna see like if any word, but hey, you know, we we need more time, you know, or we, we're trying something here, and you know, we we need more time, and I I think Xbox will be all right, no problem, just. Take your time. We'll delay it. Um, especially how much IPs Xbox now has underneath their belt. Um, I don't think that will be an issue. 
I think we're going to see Warzone continue. Um, but I think Microsoft is going to help out with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think they're going to send engineers to help out, you know, uh, with that, keep that going. Obviously, that's a major moneymaker. They ain't going to let that go. But in terms of Microsoft, uh, Call of Duty yearly, I think we're going to maybe see it every two years. Or, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I think if Sludgehammer, for example, or Treyarch, hey, yo, we've been running this game a long time. You know, let's we want, we want to do something else. I, I truly believe we'll see Microsoft. All right, cool. Whatever you That'd want. That'd be crazy. Yeah, that, that, that is. Yeah, when was the last time Treyarch made something besides Call of Duty? To the top of my memory, I think... Man, oh man, I just had... Did they make a Spider-Man game? Oh, um, yeah, I was just going to say... Web of Shadows, right? Nah. No, they didn't make... <laughs> that was Beanox, <laughs> like I that. think. <laughs> what you said? Nah. Nah. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Ain't taking my money right now. Play. Oh, uh, man. Um, man, we gotta look that up now. But I know I'm on it. Yeah. We're on the same page, though, Tony. I feel yeah, like look up with Treyarch's. Uh, I got history. it. Are y'all ready? What is they've it? made Call of Duty every year. Well, not every year, but they've been making Call of Duty straight since Call of Duty World at War in 2008. So the game right before that was 007 Quantum of Solace. Oh, Carl, you okay? Two thousand eight. Oh, that's why I love beep. that game. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I love that game. Oh my god! Hey, yo, I forgot. Yo, I Did forgot. You hear that too? <laughs> I, I heard it. I heard the beep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! The Nikon Solis. That's why I love the dang game. Oh, I love the, that game. The, in that year, they came out with three games in two thousand eight, and uh, it was first Spider Man: Web of Shadows. And then that was the a great one. That yeah. was a great one. And then 007 Quantum of Solace and then Call of Duty World at War. And then after that, it World was, at War was great too. Yeah, after that yeah. it's all Call of Duty. Praise God. Okay. But I, oh man, I'm, I'm so happy I was right though. Uh, my memory's not going. I was like, wait, they did Web of Shadows, right? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> not going. Yes. Um All right, yo, but this this get cuz there's so much to break down here, but l- let me get to my first worry. All right. It's interesting that you think Call of Duty won't come out every year. I think that's also a possibility, but you know, I'm sure Microsoft wants a return on investment. Call of Duty is enormous. It sells incredibly well every year. Even the worst selling Call of Duty, like we spoke about, the worst selling Call of Duty is amazing sales for any other game. Like even like Sony first party games. It's mm-hmm. on their worst year. It's outstanding sales for any other game. So to not have it come out every year, they're, they're leaving a lot of money on the table. But that's what gets me thinking. All these Call of Duty support studios, because I'll consider Infinity Ward, Treyarch, and Sledgehammer. These are the, the trio that definitely make Call of Duty. Everyone else is the support, right? Raven, Beanox, Toys for Bob. Um, everyone else, they're just helping out with Call of Duty now. But in order to keep up, keep up this fast-paced Call of Duty pump, pump it out every year, do they need all these studios? Like, did Activision really need all of these studios on just Call of Duty to keep up with the demand? 
or were they just putting them there when were they just like not taking advantage of their true potential and just like throwing them on call of duty because they had nowhere else to put them you know what i'm saying like do they need all those studios to keep up with demand or no i honestly no. uh no i i truly believe they don't you think um, Treyarch, Infinity Ward, and Sledgehammer could keep pumping out a Call of Duty every year on their own? On their own? Um, wait, you're asking me, could they? Or you're asking yeah, could, me, would they? Could they? Could they? Like, now, with how long game development takes now, you think they could? Oh, could they? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. With the financial backing of Microsoft and Microsoft to help out, they can. Um, but I personally... Again, I could be wrong. You don't. You think they d- won't do it though? You I believe wholeheartedly they will not do it. I think they hands down will space it out longer, and I won't be surprised if legit. This may sound off. I truly believe. Um, I, I know they want to return investment, but I think Warzone is going to take that. I think That's they true. need doesn't make a lot to of money. take. Yeah, and I think if they have support studios just handling that or whatever they choose um, under the belt. If they keep that going that's that's their money maker right there um and plus halo um but then i also think about uh you know in infinity war they need to keep on call of duty i mean I, like <laughs> I, I i see them doing like obviously letting them have their freedom on ip but in 2007 someone has to make call of duty <laughs> yeah, 2007 though uh with call of duty modern warfare uh for modern warfare activision changed the game like changed the 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 franchise like infinity ward made it blew up it, yeah it became what it is now it's yeah because it's a household of name because of modern warfare exactly and infinity war the original team that did that game is at infinity war now they made a call of duty modern warfare 2019 um i think six of them actually the six of the of the the founding team sort of speak is there so i think that they need to stay on call of duty um but i don't think and again it's strictly my opinion here um i think they could you know sledgehammer games especially they could say yeah do what you want <laughs> you know uh trey arch you know do what you want and we just keep infinity war oh, only infinity war that that's gonna i think that'll be like one call of duty every four years at that point if it's one studio yeah uh, well what i was thinking is that a, a new major entry? If anyone can run that, um, because I remember years ago, remember when they were making the Call of Duty remasters, like Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two remastered. Yeah, and I remember reading from, you know, technically, you know, it was never confirmed, so to speak, but it was a leaker that in behind the scenes, um, Activision stripped out the multiplayer for the the remake. Praise God. Uh, or the remastered, because they didn't want that to, um, they didn't want the audience to be split from yeah. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019 to the 20, uh, the, to the remaster. They felt like people were going to leave that and just go They'll straight be competing with each other, yeah. Exactly. And then there was even rumors of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 remastered of them deciding should they just put the multiplayer in that or and, and making that. So with, if those studios want to do that, um, you know, now that they're underneath Microsoft's umbrella and they could do a remastered trilogy or something, I know this is far fetched here, but well, it's possible. Um, I think we're gonna see the remastered of three and possibly the, the multiplayer from Modern Warfare 2 remastered coming back as a free to play thing or something 
And, and again, that could be their moneymaker alongside Warzone. And if any war, every couple of years, you know what I'm saying? I, uh, that, that's just my thinking. Yeah, Warzone could pick up the slack. But what I'm thinking also is, this is all to bring up Game Pass subscribers as well. Imagine if they do keep Call of Duty every year. That's a guaranteed first-party game exclusive to Game Pass every year, consistently. Just how they have this whole time. And I know their goal, remember how they mentioned at least one game every quarter? Now with all these studios, now they have like 30 plus studios, they could definitely hit that. But if Call of Duty keeps up the consistent yearly release, you have one guaranteed Call of Duty every year. One guaranteed exclusive every year on Game Pass day and date. And I don't know if they'll let go of that. This is definitely very interesting. This is is very interesting. Um, I don't know. I, I think... That's true. I mean, well, one, I mean, how many Call of Duties they could put on Game Pass right now? It's a lot. 10, 12? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. That's a lot. That that fills yeah. up a, a void. Yeah, that fills up a void that literally people could tap into. You know what I'm saying? And and uh, especially uh, beginning of next year, they could put Call of Duty. Uh, it's rumored that Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is coming out this year. That's going to be put on Game Pass. I know that. And I think if, if they did this sooner, they would have had Modern Warfare 2 as... Oh, we also do. We all agree that it's going to be exclusive, right? There's no doubt about that. Oh, Call, Call of Duty? Duty. Yeah. No, I, I, I you think don't think not. so. I, 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 I truly maybe, believe it's not. Maybe in a couple of years. Wow. I don't, okay. I don't see it immediately. Oh no, not Modern Warfare Two. I'm saying in the future. When, yeah, no, yeah, no. The deal closes. I, when no. the deal closes, I don't think it's going to be exclusive. I think the net profit of having it go to all. Mm-hmm. systems is way outweighs having it be an exclusive me too yeah i, I agree with that. that they're not gonna get 30 million units sold just on xbox and pc but yeah. but i do agree that they're probably gonna leave warzone to be the multi-platform and then keep the singular call of duty titles exclusive there's an article on kotaku where the author made a comment saying like microsoft bought Activision Blizzard to be a game maker for them. They're not gonna just leave them like down the line to keep making universal games without making some exclusives. Like they didn't purchase them for that reason. So it's almost inevitable that we might see a uh or it's inevitable that we're gonna see an Xbox exclusive Call of Duty at some point, but I don't think that that's gonna be the like the immediate thing right now. I don't know. And Carl, you don't think it's going to happen ever? I I don't think. I I think. I think that shuts the door to a lot of money right there, making it exclusive to the Xbox and PC. I mean, you don't think Warzone could pick up the slack? They're losing out because I I know you know like because Warzone, yeah, that's going to bring a lot. It's free to play. That's going to you know that's everywhere. That is going to that brings a lot of numbers in. But for them to make, all right, you know, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, for example. I know it's coming out this year, but just for the sake of, or Black Ops 5, whatever. Call of Duty Black Ops 5, exclusive to Xbox and PC. I, I don't, I, I don't see Cold how War it's possible. Yeah, I get what you mean. Oh, yeah, that's right. Cold, Cold Warriors. I get what you mean. Though. I get what you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Black Ops 6. You know, like, 
I, I, I think if they shut the door on that, um, I think they're losing out on too much money. They, if they shut the PlayStation out. As a matter of fact, to be honest, because it's acquisition, I honestly think we're going to see a Call of Duty come out for Nintendo Switch. I know that sounds hilarious, but I believe Nintendo Switch is going to get some uh, action out. That could happen, but yeah, it'll be like... It'll be like when Call of Duty came out on the on the 3DS, you know. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. significant. Yeah, and the Wii U and stuff. And Microsoft has a good partnership with Nintendo right now. They do, um, especially with this. Uh, I mean, it's 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 literally well, it's basically confirmed, but it still falls underneath rumor. The 007 GoldenEye uh, remaster or remake that that's coming out. Um, you know, Microsoft. The, I I do believe. Behind the scenes, they need okay from Nintendo to do that, um, just because that was their IP, you know, or you know that game. Um, so yeah, so in other words, I think Call of Duty is coming to Nintendo Switch, but I don't know. I personally don't think that Xbox is going to do that. I-, I think what game that they will make exclusive to their platform is like uh, Diablo or um, Overwatch uh, Two. Yo, I didn't even think about that. I'm yeah, thinking Overwatch too. Yeah, I didn't even think about it. You know what? That makes more sense to me. That makes more sense to me. Overwatch too. Because don't get me wrong, it makes a lot of money and it's multi-platform as well. But Call of Duty though sells tons more than. But than here's Overwatch. what I think. You know I think mean? I think they are gonna do Call of Duty. They're gonna lose a lot of sales. But that's not the game they're playing anymore. They're playing Game Pass, and they want subscribers. And they oh, announced yeah. 25 mil. Oh yeah, they're at twenty five mil right now, and they want to go higher. And Call of Duty will do that. Day one, day and day. Well, regardless, if it goes on PS five, it's gonna come on Game Pass day one, regardless. But imagine you could only get on Game Pass and PC. That's gonna bring in a lot of subs, and I think that's what they want <clears throat> more yeah, than like, anything. One hundred percent. I think we had a conversation not too long ago. Right now, like. We had a conversation uh, about Game Pass. Is it profitable for them right now? Like, are Not they make? Are, are they make exactly? And I think, you know, they're still lost or at a loss right now, so to speak. And Bill Spencer keeps think... saying sustainable. We don't know what that means. Sustainable will literally mean like they're not losing anything, but it's hard to believe that they're not losing because you got to invest a lot of money to keep the games flowing in and out. Yeah, and I think by what you think making Call of Duty exclusive to Xbox and and you know uh, PC Game Pass will like rack up the Game Pass by millions. Yes. Are you sure? Because yeah. it reminds me of that thing too, where you said like you know I remember um, you know it's not a game, but Skype was popular once. When Microsoft brought that, you know it was dead. You know. Um, and then, uh, what was that other thing? There was other uh, game. Oh, Rare, for example. Well, see if these are doing good. They have a fan base, but you always see people or people say like, man, ever since Microsoft bought Rare, for example, you know, it's like they're not what they used to anymore. You know, they're that wasn't during the Connect days, but now Rare is doing arguably better than ever. Right, but people, you know, they still want like Banjo Kazooie. We, we haven't seen a new Banjo Kazooie in a while. Now they're hoping that uh, Bob, uh, Toys for Bob, right? Yeah, they could. Uh, they could be. They that brings back the meta. Yeah, like they they they're hoping that studio will bring back Banjo Kazooie, and and um, 
you know, other games. But I, I'm not trying to stray from the topic here. But I don't know. In my opinion, I I, I don't personally. I don't think called uh, Microsoft will make Call of Duty exclusive to that platform. Me, I wouldn't mind it. I have an Xbox, you know, and, and Game Pass. We all do. So I think that would be dope. But at the same time, I just think they're losing out on too much money. You know what I'm saying? It's not like they make seven million. Uh, they sold seven million copies on the Xbox platform, and then just one million on PlayStation. No, I. It's yeah. It's actually it's more than lot. half. More than half it's, on PlayStation. Exactly, and I think you know why not just day one Game Pass and Call of Duty and and have it on other platforms. But couldn't you, know? you also say that they'll be losing out on a lot of money if they don't keep it annualized? If they keep it, well. That's a potential say, 30 million units a year. Was it? Yeah, but I, I think they personally won't do it. Uh, part of the reason is because of crunch. Developers are suffer a lot of crunch to, to reach that goal every year, you know, from, from the different studios. So I, I personally think Microsoft won't do that because of that. And um, again, they, they are, they're making... I know what you mean, but I think when they give the developers time to develop Call of Duty, um, not, you know, go back to the roots, so to speak, or try something new, whatever, uh, to the drawing board, I guess. With the Call of Duties, like Infinity War, they have more time to expand the series and Treyarch, whatever. Whoever they're going to keep on Call of Duty, it's it's a thing where the wait is going to be worth it, you know? Especially that, now... Uh... I was going to um, piggyback off that a little bit. I would argue that by not having annual Call of Duties, that would raise the amount of units sold. Just like how, I mean, look at GTA. Highest selling game, and it's only on the fifth one. And how many times has it been remastered? Or like, not remastered, but ported yeah, and ported. things like that. So, you know, the the fact that i think the reason that you know 30 million is still high but i think it could be higher because you know people like myself people like you know tony who we don't play those games we don't buy those games like you know just for an example we don't play those games and we don't buy those games because we say it's the same game every year but if the studio takes the time to develop it takes its time with it puts some unique creativity and care into it then those players that are like hey you know what this is the new call of duty now under xbox i want to check it out and that could drive and like waiting two three maybe years for it will drive up sales even more because it's like this one's going to be different this one's new yeah there'll definitely be an excitement for call of duty after you have a chance to miss it mm-hmm. or any game actually you know yeah it's been gone for a while and it gives people the opportunity to try it versus it being like, oh, it's the same game as this or it's it's still broken or things like that. Because like one of the Call of Duties I played, I can't remember the name off the top of my head because there's like 20 of them. But, you know, like we can identify it. What was in the game? We'll identify it for you. Uh, you, can't, <laughs> that's a, you can't even describe the difference between you shoot, it's not you aimed out of sight you aimed out sight i think it's the one with war zone it's not cold war there's a scene where a helicopter blows up you fall yeah down, yeah you raise yeah. your hand in front of your face it's as like it's you were there <laughs> but like i stopped playing it because it had so many bugs like sometimes it'd be like oh you can't come in like you can't join and it's just it was just a mess and even though the games this at is the still core, too big still too big <laughs> 
Well, oh, talking about insert... Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019. That's the last time I played a Call of Duty with you. Yeah, when we played Spike Ops together. We that's the, the one. That's yeah, so the one. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019. So many bugs. Oh, really? And then we had an error like mid spec ops, remember? Like disconnected from server. We'd be like, ah. oh, yeah, we're at the end. Yeah, we're at the end. And yeah, we, we fought at hard. The end. Yeah, yeah. Remember Kevin's reaction? Oh, oh my, my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I have god. never been more upset playing yeah. a game than in that moment. It was never her Caroline rage until that day. It was absolutely terrible. Only Call of Duty could do that. Only COD. Only Call of Duty can do that to me. Legit, I think you hung up the hat after that. I think you I were did. like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I was like, I'm not playing this anymore. I'm going to bed. I'm going to bed upset, but I'm going to bed. Yeah, you know, it was that much of a polarizing experience, but I attribute that to how quickly they have to crank out these games. And then... Right. They're so busy cranking out these games that they can't support the game when it comes out. Because it's like, all right, start working on the next one. And it's like, wait, this game has books. doesn't matter. It sold 30 million units. Let's go. So that's the and... thing that takes me to my original concern. Three studios, three main studios are making Call of Duty. So theoretically, they have three years to make a Call of Duty. And on top of that with support studios. So let's imagine how long Call of Duty would take to make when you drop Treyarch and you drop sledgehammer and it's just infinity ward and if you let toys for bob do if you let them do like you know a crash five or whatever and they suddenly don't have the support studios how long will it take to make a call of duty now five years uh, no with no crunch not at all not at all how, how long how long do you think let me see all right so assuming not, all right so activision i'm gonna look up their history like what's the history yeah. of their games so so every year, a studio takes a lead. So, for example, Active uh, Infinity Ward started it, right? And then yeah. next year, you had uh, Treyarch. The year after that, Sledgehammer. And then the year after that, Infinity Ward. Mm -hmm. So when they removed Sledgehammer out of the equation once upon a time, and a, a Sledgehammer was a sister studio. Well, they were never in the picture once upon a time. You're right. It was just a back-to-back -back two studios. Yeah, and that time. was two years. So yeah. that was a two-year development. When Sledgehammer joined, they had three years. Um... So, and I think, you know. Yeah, you're right. So, you're right so far. Yeah. So, in other words, it's back to Infinity Ward. They had three years to develop this game. Um, right. So, and that's this is Activision. And Activision, how should I say, they went all in on Call of Duty because that's their moneymaker. Call of Duty, uh, was it War of the Warcraft? And, and, uh, Candy Crush, you know what I'm saying? Like, how should I say? They're, this may sound weird because they have a lot of money, but compared to Microsoft, this empire, Activision is smaller than that. Activision Blizzard is smaller than that. And um, again, Microsoft legit just has, obviously, all of it, not only all of Bethesda, but, um, they even have these, you know, engineers to assist other studios. They could provide their support, you know. They could provide their support, and I, I don't. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think we could see Call of Duty, you know, maybe every three years, okay. or even if they wanted to, every two years. You know, um, yeah. But that's just me because they have the manpower, the money, the studios to do it. You know, 
even though Activision they did send like four other studios to assist with you know yeah and which studios, call of duty was it, it that they had to pull treyarch which one was that one do you remember they had a pull treyarch from uh, assisting yeah like they they asked treyarch for the assistance to finish up i forgot which oh wasn't it oh, it was it was, it was because... uh no it was vanguard because uh um uh, oh, treyarch yeah. they did the zombies Treyarch, they did the zombies for Vanguard. Okay. And, and, and it affected Cold games. War because you even told me you have to download like uh, the frame rate pack and you got to download the you got to download the, the settings pack and you got to download like they barely made it to the finish line. You got to download the HDR pack. Oh, is that the game? That <laughs> well, for Cold War, for? my bad. Yeah, Cold War. Yeah, yeah, because that game launched with I think five or six maps at launch. Um, it caused Xbox Series X consoles to crash. There was even a report of a couple of people, their their consoles broke um, because of that. And yeah, it was a disaster. And like you said, yeah, you had to download the ray tracing pack. You had to download content pack one, two, three, four. You had to download the campaign pack one and two. You had to download the multiplayer pack one, two. And it, it was just a, a, You're a like nightmare. building the game like a Lego set. They're building it after launch. <laughs> They're laying down the tracks as the train is going already. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, and and it, it hurts my heart as a collector, as a video game collector, because legit, in the future, you know, and this is, you know, I'm not trying to get to another conversation here, but when micro Microsoft twenty years from now, all right, we're gonna shut down the Xbox One servers, right? I have a useless disc. I have a disc of you know, I, I don't personally own it. I, I didn't buy a physical copy of it. My uh. My uh, my aunt purchased me the digital version, but if I were to purchase the disc, you know what I'm saying, and and 20 years later, I have a disc with an incomplete game, and there's no way for me to, you know, without me modding it, of course, or, or something, I can't play that game. You know what I'm saying? Unless I own it digitally, and obviously I still have the comp the game downloaded onto the console. But that that's what I hated. I I, I hated that. You know. And that's how much of a mess they were. But Vanguard, though, you know, I, I think it's like it's the same way. It's not like oh, you download. I think it's just Content Pack one, two, and three, and then you know everything is. It, it wasn't. It wasn't a mess. It was actually a, a functioning, working game at launch with Vanguard. Right. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. So I mean, but back to, um, your your original question here, um, well, Microsoft's financial support studios engineers and stuff to assist i personally think no more than three years no more and you think one studio could do it infinity ward i think leave them on call of duty to to develop campaign like to to, to develop the the story and, and multiplayer right um and yeah and the other studios just work on Warzone. i believe they could do that you know but you know i i you know, we're probably going to see. What, Three what years I pers- is a quick turnaround now. If you think about it, it's not the average anymore. With how you know the high demand of these games now. Can you elaborate on that. Well, think about how long it's taking studios to make games now. Like, look at any Sony pers- first-party studio, except for Insomniac, because they're like miracle workers. I don't know how they crank out their games, but. Every other studio, if you think about it, is uh, around four to five years. But yeah, and I, you know, I make the joke myself about Call of Duty is just copy and paste, just like right click, save as. And, um, but it, you know, 
with what we demand of games now, it's taking a little bit longer than just three years. I think three years used to be the norm, uh, but it's not anymore. And I know Sean Layden has even spoken about that too. He he said like games are getting too big, and um, this was after he left Sony. You know, like looking back and seeing what problems need to be addressed. He's saying like the games are taking too long to make and they're too big, and um, we need to focus on making shorter, more meaningful experiences. And yeah, I think that's even one of the reasons why Microsoft is buying so many studios because of how long these games take to make. You need more studios to fill in the gaps of, I th- of oh, sorry, time. Go yeah, go ahead. Well, I personally think that the pandemic uh, really damaged a lot of studio time with a lot oh, of definitely. studios. But, um, but this has been increasing before that. Even before I, 2020, yeah. Norm, five years? Oh, I, I Four to five years, yeah. If you look it yeah. up, yeah, look up... Uh, like. Follow any franchise besides well, Call of Duty because they obviously found the formula. But well, I think about Assassin's Creed. I, I think about Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed Origin. Uh, a year or two later, you had uh, Assassin's Creed uh, Odyssey, and then. But that's another example of Ubisoft, who has like thousands of developers who have multiple studios working on different games as well. But yeah, I'm talking about. I'm I'm talking about think of one. Uh, pick one studio, and that usually does a franchise. Like think about uncharted or think about god of war yeah. think about halo i'm thinking, of, I'm thinking about like or... bioware bioware with my dragon age it's been a long time <laughs> since a dragon age came out the, and yeah these could all have like their own stories you know we could find you know like whatever reasons why they're taking longer than others but um yeah it is taking longer to develop these games you know they're becoming bigger more demanding you need higher textures. You need better frame rates. And yeah, it just does take a little bit longer. But I do think that they could do it in three years, but it is going to need a lot of help. Like, if you're saying, huh? I respectfully disagree. I, I think four or five years. I think, I mean, I, I think that's a lot of, uh, that's a healthy amount of time, you know, so they could polish out whatever bugs or whatever like that. But even if a studio did a game in three years, I think that's still um, obviously depending on the size of the studio. Um, you know, I, I think that's that's enough time as well. You know, I, I was trying to think of an example. Um, I, I was going to say God of War, but I forgot I got delayed last year. It's coming out this year, but I think that's because of the pandemic is what affected the studio time on that. Um, and then, I mean, my example was Assassin's Creed. Um, you know, every two years they were, they were pumping out a Assassin's Creed game, and and because their studio has a lot of people but Microsoft, yeah well that's what i'm saying it's not, it's not from well. one studio i'm sorry oh, like you talking about uh the like you be you'll be soft uh man i forgot the studio's name studio montreal montreal uh, Mo- ubisoft montreal ubisoft do they have ubisoft north is that a studio or something uh is, is there cities they're all ubisoft but i get what you mean and i get how you're saying that microsoft could help them like that to speed up the process and Forza too. Forza is another example. Like that comes out every two years. Like yeah, Forza Motorsport, and then well, Motorsport got delayed, but yeah, Motorsport. Um, I think it did. Motorsport yeah, and Motorsport, and then Horizon back every yeah. year, like back to forth. And that's two and different studios, right? It's turn Turn but, Ten and Playground, right? But but a game of that franchise comes out every two years. That that's my point. I get you. 
you know? Um, and that's what I'm saying. I think to me, the norm is like three years. You know what I'm saying? That's that, you know, at least to my knowledge, I think it's like three years, four or five. That's just making sure the game comes out perfect, <laughs> you know, like, you know, and, and no crunch at all. And I don't, I don't think three years is a crunch, you know, how but it should be. Yeah, how it should be. Well, four yeah, if you think I about it, if you think about like the Bethesda games, if you think about Sony first party studios, like think about when's the last Naughty Dog game? When was the last uh, Bethesda Softworks games? Uh, when was the last Halo game before Infinite? Like things like that. Like the times are increasing, and but then again, you could pick studios like you just did, like Turn Ten and and Playground is a good example. That's but, great. Um, yeah, and Assassin's Creed is like dozens of studios, but and Gears um, of War. Yeah, what was the time between Gears Four and Gears Five, and then how long until they do a Gear Six? Yeah, I know Gear Six. That's gonna be a while, but yeah. Um, yeah, but um, yeah. The the point is, I believe they could do it too. They're gonna need a lot of support. But if they will do it, they could do it. But will they do it? I don't know. I do oh, think okay. that they want to keep it annualized. I do think they want to keep it annualized. But would that be the best for them? Probably not. Because I I do agree on the burnout. I do agree on like the quality of the games tanking because they're like rushing to the finish line. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's just. There's just so much, like, we're talking about Call of Duty a lot because it's, like, the most influential game from this buyout, I believe. Like, I know World of Warcraft is on here. <laughs> I know Overwatch is on here. I know Diablo's on here. But it really is Call of Duty, right? Like, it's huge. It's huge. And they've been consistent for over a decade. And they've never, they've never delayed a game. Call of Duty never got delayed. And it's been out well, every they should have. Yeah, Black Ops should have. They Hands will down. give you ten expansions, ten content packs to download before they de- delay a game. But <laughs> that's just crazy. That's yeah, that's been on my mind. It's just yeah, because because when you think about it, well, first of all, Caroline, did you want to comment on anything before I continue? Uh, based on what Tony just said. No, I'm a little in the middle because I do think that three years is the optimal time for development. But I would like to see a finished, perfected game released. And if that means that it takes four to five years for the game to develop, then, you know, so be it because of how technology is advancing. One of the things that I did read up on was an interview with VentureBeat. And it's from the CEO of ActaBliz named Bobby Kotick. And he's the guy that's under fire because of all of those lawsuits and stuff like that. But in this interview, he mentioned how... um, Activision Blizzard lacked the uh, digital expertise when it came to like machine learning, data analytics, and he said there was kind of like a void in a lot of their developmental strategies. And because of that, um, and Microsoft is like one of the leading factors in those developmental strategies when it comes to machine learning and data analytics. So that was like one of the reasons why there's like that specific price point. I think it's what, like 67 uh, point something billion was because some of that was knocked off because Microsoft is going to come in and do like a restructure work of their, of their infrastructure. And it's because Microsoft has that developmental expertise. So I don't know if that's going to mean optimized development for their games like is if they're going to make them faster or they're going to make them 
like perfection level. Like we're, we're going to see completed games, but it definitely does look promising for the future. And also speaking of Bobby Kotick, the their stock was at, like extremely low. Oh yeah, Activision Blizzard stock. So that's why they got it at the price. From what I've did. been reading, apparently this was a uh, on sale. Apparently. <laughs> Yeah, this was this an on-sale price. Yeah, that's the only big reason. Big time. Yeah. Big time. If yeah. it wasn't for this whole sexual harassment and... Um, allegation. Allegation and, and all of that, they would be... Like, there's no way they would have been bought out. They, they would have still been prime time, big boss, you know, level kind of thing. But this whole um, situation with their stocks and with their reputation, too, um, that that's what made them take a big hit. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I truly believe that too. I was like, man, I believe this this only happened because it's it's really a disaster what's going on, and especially I, I read like there's even like like walkouts from developers. Oh yeah, and, and also that's why uh, Warzone is still a mess, and Vanguard has been a mess. It's been a mess for over a month now um, since they released their new update uh, and the new Warzone map. Like, there's a lot of glitches, and it's just so bad. And developers has not fixed it because, you know, the mess is going on over there, you know, even though Activision came out and promised that it will be fixed. But, you know, we don't know when is that. Um, well, now Xbox has to promise to fix it. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. Um, in another in an article with like Eurogamer, um, Phil Spencer made a comment when all of that was going around about how they would be like because of what was coming out about activision blizzard they were going to be reviewing and enforcing their own company policies against sexual harassment and gender discrimination and a lot like i haven't read into it in depthly but you know you don't hear a lot of people working under microsoft or or xbox gaming specifically that they're under you know, gender harassment or discrimination or things like that. They have a pretty good reputation and a good relationship with themselves in terms of the executives and the people in charge and with their player base, like with their consumer base versus what we're seeing with Activision Blizzard. So it's really a saving grace for the employees and the, and the developers of Activision Blizzard that this happened because now those same sexual harassment and like really human relations policies that are in Xbox are now going to be implemented in Activision Blizzard, and that's what they wanted the whole time. Yeah, and it's I, I and I'm also just so relieved at this news because of that because I can't imagine being a developer working at Activision Blizzard, right? All this craziness going on and and then just mistreatment of the employees, and you you know, a developer is like, man, you know, this is a horrible work environment. You know, I really want to quit. It sucks working here. You know, I get treated poorly and stuff. But, you know, I need this job because of my family. I need this job because I need to make a living at the same time, you know. So should I quit or should I not quit? And then, boom, Microsoft comes in and like the hero and, you know, hey, you belong to us now and we won't treat you right. Hopefully, yes. Hopefully. (laughs) Well, I I think, I mean, them buying Bethesda, I don't hear any complaints. You know what I'm saying? Like, Well, the way that I see it, I think Bethesda has been run like pretty, pretty solidly on their own for a long time and microsoft yeah. just saw them as very competent developers and like hey we want to buy you just to expand our portfolio but i think yeah they're looking at activision blizzard blizzard thinking we have to go in and fix a lot of things yeah you know so Especially it could be anything with, um, yep 
especially with the agreement that Bobby Kotek would be stepping down as CEO after the acquisition. That's already a huge... He's going to. Currently, he is CEO. But once the acquisition is finalized and complete, he will be stepping down as CEO and the Activision Blizzard employees will be reporting to Phil Spencer. So there's no CEO for Activision Blizzard other than Phil Spencer now? Yep. Not not right now. Not right now. No, no, no. I know. I know. After after the deal. But But it wasn't just him. That's the thing. Like, they have to go in and completely... Yeah, Reorganize. Reorganize. Say, a lot of things. I was, I was going to say, what about the board? Because right, there's a board in Acti- uh, Activision Blizzard, right? So you think Xbox can go in there and just kick them all out? That Yeah, we, we, this is our seats now, like Bubble Fit, and, and just kick them all out, the board. <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a possibility. Now that they're owned by Microsoft, that's who they're going to answer to. So yes. why would you need a board of a company if, like, why would you need the existing board if now they're going to answer to this new board? That's the whole point of being purchased. I'm not too familiar with that. I just know that there were other offenders and it was like the heads of the individual studios, not just, it wasn't just Bobby Kotick. It was yeah, like, the head like of other, uh, Sledgehammer Games. I yeah. Believe. And a few I others. But yeah, yeah, a lot yeah of I want to know what they're going to do about them. Are they going to be replaced? Uh, like, I'm pretty sure they're going to be replaced. I think I'm... Phil Spencer, you're fired. Just... <laughs> yeah, fired. fired. <laughs> yeah, it's kick them out. But that's why fired. there's a lot that they have to fix going in with you know, changing in whatever they mentioned, like the company cultures between each studios and then the company morales. And you need to find the uh, studio heads that have uh, the same vision or like a better vision and can actually lead these teams. And, you know, I'm very curious to see what kind of games, how they're like, what's going to be their their roadmap? What's going to be their, their work structure now going forward? Because a lot of change has to happen now at individual studios. That- the first step is going to be to increase morale in, in the company because I, I just, as an outside looking in from the perspective of it, Phil Spencer was a pretty big and outspoken person when that whole mess came out about Activision Blizzard. So that already gives... Well, that was my, a funny quote about that. I don't know yeah, if you're going to bring that up. I can't remember it exactly. I could look it up if you want to give me some cover time. But. I'll, I'll tell you, because it's funny because... As soon as the whole Activision Blizzard thing just exploded on the news, um, you know, uh, these outlets that were asking, like, Jim Ryan, what's your partnership going forward with Activision? They're asking Phil Spencer, same question. I forgot what Jim Ryan said, but Phil Spencer basically said, uh, we're reevaluating our relationship with Activision Blizzard. That's what it is. We're reevaluating. And then now everybody finds out, dang, well... They oh, they reevaluated to buy them out. <laughs> they, That's a new relationship. I feel like this is very similar to the Disney 21st Century Fox acquisition, where it's like, you know what? We're just going to buy you. We're just going to buy you and take on all of this and fix you ourselves, kind of thing. It is but- on that level. It, it, that's what they need to do. They need to implement some hard human resources guidelines and professionalisms here because Xbox has a great reputation just on the surface of, you know, there's sexual harassment is, is um, never okay, even in its minuscule scale. And I'm sure it happens in the scale, but you don't hear these big 
scandals of, of things like that. They have a human relations, at least with, with Xbox. And in terms of gender discrimination, there's none of that. There's women working on staff since way in the beginning of Xbox when the Xbox, the original Xbox was being developed. So that that's not present in their work culture that you can already see from the outside looking in. So it's great that they, to, like, to me, it's great that they are the ones that were able to acquire Activision Blizzard because I really do think they would be the ones to implement good and stable change for these developers. I yeah. hope so. I, I just hope so. And I'm I'm feeling positive about it too. But I just wonder how it's going to turn out and how long it's going to take because this isn't an overnight change either. I do wonder how long it's going to take to get them on a good track. Yeah, but yeah. About Phil Spencer again. Phil Spencer brought back up Xbox. You know, my man. Yeah, he did. He could do anything. That's yeah. our boy right there. If you brought and it back from the darkness of the yeah. Don Magic era, disaster. Connect. Do anything. Disaster. In three disaster. easy steps. In three easy. I was gonna say three that. Three simple <laughs> steps. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. Yeah, so he's gonna go in Activision and he's gonna do four steps, you know? Yeah. Uh, step one, fire Bobby, you know, and yeah. You know, step two. Um yeah. And this is like a movie. Just talking about it, it, it feels like a movie scenario, you know, like in what way? In what way, as in, you know, like this empire, man, how poorly they treated their studios, Activision, you know, Bobby and legit like he was you know, he should be fired. He legit did illegal acts and, and criminal acts. And he still is CEO of Activision Blizzard because he knows, uh, you know, he has friends on the board and stuff. And well, he owned a, too big of a portion of Activision Blizzard to be fired. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. That's 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 crazy. You know, yeah. he should be, though. You know, just because he owns it and he brought it to where it is now today, you know, but my man is, he's evil. You know, praise God. And now you got Xbox, and you know what? We're gonna buy the company. I could fix that. Yeah, exactly. I could buy the company, and <laughs> you know what? We'll get rid of all you fools. You know, all your evil. You know, we're just we're gonna purge the company, and we're gonna make it to what it used to be. You know, and uh, it sort of reminds me of Dodgeball. You know, where at the end, uh, <laughs> a Trader Joe was it? You know, they bought Average Joe's uh, gym. Average Joe, there you go. Yeah, they bought the the other gym, the global you know? gym. Global gym, thank you. Yeah, they merged yeah. it. You know, it feels like that. You know, <laughs> which was Average Joe's and which was Global Gym. <laughs> we got a Photoshop Phil Spencer on Vince Vaughn. Carl, which was Average Joe's and which one's Global Gym? Average Joe's was a good. I mean, Average Joe's. That's that's a gamer tag. Yeah. That's no, it is. It's Average Joe's as well. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's Average Joe's. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay, your boy is <laughs> your boy Carl tripping right now, man. Yeah, yeah. Right, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> but Average Joe's. He, they were the good guys. They were the, you know, they were going bankrupt, so to speak, and then they had to play in the dodgeball tournament to win the money. And Global Dream, oh, Global Dream was trying to buy them out or something. Oh no, I, I remember that. But I'm saying, which one is Average Joe's, Xbox or Activision Blizzard, and then which one's Global Gym? Oh, oh, Xbox is Average Joe, and then Global Gym is like Activision. <laughs> the little underdog, the we could do it, the. Two point five trillion dollar company is Average Joe's. <laughs> the underdog. <at> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and then uh, that's what I'll, you know. I wanted to find out which one of these two mega corporations are average Joe. Well, Activision, yeah, Blizzard was was uh, Global Gym. You know, nobody makes me bleed my own blood. You know, and <laughs> and, then, and then yeah, like Xbox, aka Average Joe, won the tournament, and then boom, you know, they they now own Global Gym. Good for them, the little the little company that could Xbox. You kind of look. Yeah, like I see your point. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, listeners, you see here, I see a, a picture right now. It's just of average Joe. dressed like average Joe's, you know. Oh, it's perfect. You know, but uh, yeah, it's it, really exciting. I'm so happy to hear this news. And, and you know, they're going to purge the company. And again, I can't wait to see. Obviously, we spoke a lot about Call of Duty, but I'm really excited for this acquisition. I truly believe we're going to see other IPs. You know, especially now so, that they that's have my biggest. Yep. They have the creative freedom now. Again, that's that is Xbox's like model, you know, every studio they own, like Ninja Theory. You guys could do whatever you want and you have our financial backing. You know, same thing with Bethesda. You know what I'm saying? And uh yeah, and, and Activision, they're gonna do the same thing. And again, it's crazy, and this leads to my next point that I wanted to talk about, because now if you think about it, oh my goodness. With you know, when Microsoft purchased Bethesda and they owned before the acquisition of Bethesda and Cinemax, they own Obsidian. And arguably, uh, arguably, they make some of the best RPGs of all time. I mean, they made Kotor, right? And they made, yeah, um, so yeah, some legendary stuff. And then, uh, and Outer Worlds is very good too, very outstanding first person RPG. Now, they owned uh, the, you know, uh, the Fallout, the creators. I'm trying to remember the studio name, uh, but Bethesda. So, Bethesda Softworks? Yeah, you know, the people that made Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, which people say that's like the best RPGs. Best RPG, excuse me. The Todd Father oh, himself? Exactly. Todd Howard? <laughs> exactly, and Elder Scrolls. And then you got a Vowed coming. So it's like literally Microsoft... With their studios underneath their belt, man, they own the best studios that that makes the best RPGs. And now with this acquisition, now they own the best shooters. Yep. The studios that make the yep. best shooters. I mean, with ID, for example. I mean, um, you know, again, they own Doom, one of the best shooters around, you know, ever made. Um, and Quake, and and then um, you know, Rage or whatever. And now they have Raven Software, Affinity War, Treyarch. You know, like. These studios that a uh, demon wear that they make killer, <laughs> no, no pun intended, but killer first person shooters, you know, like it, it's crazy to think about that. Microsoft owns the best studios, uh, uh that make the best RPGs and now the best first person shooters. It's crazy, and I, I think literally we spoke about last year, um, early last year, uh, we, I think all three of us spoke was uh, because you had. Uh, Battlefield coming out in October, right? You had the new Call of Duty Vanguard, and then you had Halo Infinite, and we had a discussion. Okay, what's gonna take the the uh, the first the throne, place? The crown. Uh, yeah, the throne, the crown of the best first person shooter, right? But it's crazy, you know, where Microsoft was one of those spots. Now they're both of those spots, you know, because I think honestly, and I think we could agree, or you know, if disagree, please don't be afraid uh, to to voice your opinion here, but. Hands down, Halo took that spot. Absolutely. Because Call of Duty, even though I, I thoroughly enjoy Vanguard, I'm not going to lie, I enjoyed it. I, I, I think I enjoy it more than uh, 
Cold War, to be honest. But that's just my opinion. Battlefield is a disaster. Still is right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Didn't sell a lot. A lot of people are just underwhelming sales, according to Activision. Um, And then, you know, Halo, it's 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 good. It's amazing. It's fun. So good. Yeah. Not saying that they don't have any problems because, you know, they need more. They need more maps. They. Need to fi- they they are currently fixing the whole store, which I'm need to fix big team yeah. battle. Yes, also yeah, that. that's just yeah, unplayable. Yeah. But much. but uh, the core gameplay, you know, you could get into uh, a four v four game like you know Oddball, whatever Slayer. The game is solid. It works. You know, um, especially the the campaign as well. So now the, the the year after Halo Infinite, boom, you know it's not complete until the year twenty twenty three. Microsoft now owns. Again, Call of Duty, you know what I'm saying, and 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 they have ID, they have oh my goodness, all these studios, that's it. Like they own the best shooters, you know what I'm saying? And RPG, it's just crazy to think about. Doom, Wolfenstein, Halo, yeah, how did I Call not see Wolfenstein? Yeah, Call of Duty, uh, you know, Deathloop, which was a game of the year. Carl, we're um, talking about the best. Community. Shooters, not, <laughs> not like yeah, but dishonored is good though. It's good, you know. No, no, no. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But yeah, but these are the biggest names. The biggest names, you know, Doom, Wolfenstein, Halo, and Call of Duty. Soldier of Fortune. Yeah. Hopefully, the biggest <laughs> names, Carl. Caroline, please pray for it. Please, please, <laughs> listeners. But yeah, that's incredible. Now they have. They have a strong, strong presence in RPGs and a strong presence in shooters. Well, they always did. Xbox was even criticized for being the just a shooter box when it was Halo, Gears, and Forza for many, many years. But now they have a varied, Ooh, varied portfolio. But now it's bangers. now yeah. it's it's a you know a sense of pride that they have all these great shooters. And yeah, we got to see Sony's play now because. What a time they, to be alive. What a time to be alive. They have <laughs> yeah, incredible man. games, but you know, their market is third person. You can never be bored. Games. They got everything. Yeah, at least for me. I said you just go to Game Pass and they have a little bit of everything. It's so widespread and diverse. It's amazing. Yeah, they have lawn mowing simulator. Legit, I think the other day I saw farming simulator. I was thinking about playing that. It's on there. It's on there. I want to learn how to farm. That's Boy? right. I want to plant some corn. Obviously, I didn't teach you enough. <laughs> Did you even start? <laughs> no. But uh, <laughs> but that's why I want to play Farm Simulator. I want to learn. You know? Um, and now yeah, I can learn how to drive a tractor. plane. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. You can drive planes now. You know what I'm saying? Like Game Pass yeah. is yeah. one big educational. <laughs> why do you need to go to school anymore when you have Game Pass? <laughs> you don't. <laughs> exactly. Why? <laughs> You could earn your pilot's license, or you could live. That, a was, that guy from Fire life. Festival. That's what he did in the Fire Festival documentary. <laughs> yeah. He just did everything at Microsoft Flight Simulator and then took the test. It's no, you serious? Yeah, it's in it's in the Fire Festival documentary. No way! What? This oh, guy who's like, oh yeah, uh, I didn't study for my pilot's license. I just played a lot of Microsoft Flight Simulator, and that prepared me for getting my pilot's license. Yo, that's crazy. I want to play that today. You never know which flight you've been on where the pilot got his Microsoft <laughs> Flight Simulator experience. <laughs> I was that's probably why my uh, my plane got canceled. You hey, same I mean? here, man. Chicago's beautiful, by the way. <laughs> Very beautiful. <laughs> Y'all were on the Microsoft Flight Simulator flights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Praise God. No, it, it's it's crazy. Oh my God, guys, it's so crazy. Microsoft. And don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Amen. Like I, I want a PS Five. If, if you know, if I could find one, you know, uh, got one this year, but. I can't. I can't wait for this deal to finalize. I can't. It says that you know, it's it's awesome. You know. Okay, I feel like I'm over place. It sucks that for you know beginning. All right, twenty two. Happy New Year. Your boy got sick for two weeks, but after the two weeks, I'm feeling all good and well. And to hear this news, I'm like, yeah, it's awesome. You know, but now I'm like, oh, because it completes this deal doesn't complete until next year. You know what I'm I saying? Know. I'm it it like, kind of uh, sucks, but just think about it like a movie announcement or just like a game yeah. announcement. It's coming out next year. We know it's out. And dude, we saw we still even we're we're yet to enjoy Bethesda to its fullest. You know? Yep. We haven't even had Starfield right. yet. Yep. That's right. Oh yeah. You know, um, so like, I'm so looking We're just to getting Starfield. started with Bethesda. Yeah, yeah. And and possibly a new Fallout, possibly whatever. Elder Scrolls oh Six. We need yeah, an update. Elder Scrolls Six. I was thinking, Quake, I just on the large scale, after the acquisition, I wonder what they're gonna do with BlizzCon. I wonder if that's gonna be a continued thing or not. Well, yeah, because uh, they still continue with QuakeCon. Uh, matter of fact, they just had the QuakeCon uh, uh, late last year, right? Or was it in ge- ge- my sure. bad, not late last year, but it was like the middle of last year. They had QuakeCon still, and they actually announced stuff at QuakeCon. So. I think that's not going away. I think it's well, literally founded by Microsoft now. BlizzCon is a little bit different because last time, well, I mean, it was under um, management that was currently being, you know, canceled. But the last BlizzCon was canceled. BlizzCon 2021. So oh, yeah. it, it's they a little want bit. To show face. Yeah, it's a little bit up in the air. I think the status of BlizzCon, but I don't know. With the talks that we've even been having about the possible like. Um, I think Tony and I had a conversation about possibly there not being like an E3 that um, viewership going down and things like that. I wonder if Xbox, with all of these studios that they've now acquired, will just do their own address. Flower show, right? Yeah, of some sort. Or even if it's like their own, like, I don't know about convention with COVID and stuff, but like, yeah, like the way we have Nintendo Direct and Sony State of Play, like, I wonder if we're going to have our own little Xbox um, conference every year it's a shame that e3 is where it's at right now just on its own but also because xbox would kill it this oh, year oh yeah oh yeah and, and e3 last year right they did kill e3, it yeah they yeah. were the best e3 part of e3 last year they took and the crown well matt but, but what xbox has now and what they could show now dude i know they're just getting started man like avowed crazy hellblade 2 avowed <laughs> Redfall. Yeah, did that get canceled? Oh, and uh, delayed. I thought I read something like um, that. Um, there's rumors that it's possible. It's not Redfall. delayed, but there's rumors. Oh dear, those rumors. Those dang rumors. But, um, yeah, and then yo again, Activision has a lot That's of things under their belt. Activision has a lot, so. If they give those developers creative freedom, dude, I mean, they will. I know they will. That's how Microsoft works. We're going to see a lot of games. Just, I hope wait. so, because that's, again, like I was saying, there's like six studios under Activision, maybe more. I haven't counted them all. You can't have them all still make Call of Duty. Come on. You're not. You're not. 
Come on. I know Bob's toys. They're, they're not. I know that for sure. I know Raven. I know they're gonna do their own thing. They, they, Moon. I'm con. Yeah, I'm confident they are gonna do their own thing. Those studios. I'm just talking about like Infinity War and Treyarch. I'm curious about. I think I'm okay legit- if they evenly Fledgehammer in there too. If they just keep the three and make Call of Duty, I'm fine with that. But right. release the other ones from the shackles. I, want they, I know they are, yeah. Transformers games. I, I, know, I, I know for a fact. High Moon, uh, Demonware, and Ravens, all those other ones. Like, I know they're going to be free to do whatever. That's why I'm not, not thinking about I'm just thinking about what they're going to do with Sludgehammer, Treyarch, and Affinity War. That's what that's what I think. Or, oh, still or, Call of Duty, of course. But we just have to know how many studios are going to keep on Call of Duty. We've been pretty biased to Call of Duty. I mean, we also got World of Warcraft. That is... Such a staple. That runs itself. Culture. That runs that, itself at this yeah. <laughs> World of Warcraft is such a staple in MMO and PC gaming. It that is such a monumental acquisition. Yeah, and Starcraft and, and, yeah, and Starcraft. Yeah. Yeah. Hearthstone's a big one. Xbox Candy Born. Crush. Yeah, we've been underplaying Candy Crush. That's actually probably the biggest moneymaker. That's the biggest moneymaker. Who you... doesn't whose mom doesn't play Candy Crush? Who's my, who's my? <laughs> Name one mom. <laughs> Name one mother. Uh, Name my mom. My mother's at level 6,000. 6,007. Your mom is single handedly funding all of Activision Blizzard. Yo, my mother buys stocks at, at King. You know what I'm saying? At King Candy Crush. My mother, you know, every time she, dies, she, she drops yeah. easy 50 bucks. She's a queen on, like, candy crusher. Yes. Yo, she's at no lie. I think the last time I saw it, which was like, I think early last year she was at level six thousand. Did you tell her that that Xbox bought King and therefore Candy Crush? Yeah, I I told her that, but I I forgot to tell her Candy Crush because I didn't care about that. Uh, So I got to tell her that because oh really? That's cool. I could. She's probably gonna one hundred percent it when it gets achievements now. Yeah, watch her. No, she's just gonna open it up and it's just gonna get bloop. He's gonna be all locked already. She did all that. (laughs) Watch her uh, buy Game Pass now because one of the perks is gonna be oh you get uh, a free. Um, microtransaction, free lives, and Candy Crush. Yeah, yeah you get you know, five like, lives if you log in with your Microsoft <laughs> account. It's gonna call you up. Yeah. Oh my goodness, my mother's obsessed with that game. Oh my goodness. I think because of the game, that's why she still eats candy. I don't blame just, her. Just to represent. Just to. Word. That's that's like. <laughs> that's the void that she fills when she's not playing it. She eats candy. <laughs> All right. But I have a quick question though. Do you think? That we could possibly see World of Warcraft come to Xbox Series X. That would be, be exciting. A and uh, uh, a next, well, not next gen, but current gen exclusive. It was always. I don't know, but the way that it plays, it would have to be revamped for controller. Because you know how many commands and keys that you, you got to use. There's a lot. For yeah, but also consoles, uh, the Xbox, even Xbox One, supports mouse and keyboard natively now. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying. They would either have to say mandatory mouse and keyboard, or they would have to give you the controller option as well. Or make it connect compatible, right? Of course, yeah. and then you don't need any controller, because you are the controller. <laughs> you are <laughs> the controller. <laughs> well, but, yeah. On a side so, note, I want RuneScape on console. That's pretty easy to do. I don't know why they haven't done that yet. It's on mobile. <laughs> I want that game far away from them. I can't. Jagex, if you're listening, bring it, bring it to Xbox. Jagex, Talk to Phil. Fans. Join. All right, Join so the that's studios. the console. Join the, the studio, Jagex. We need you. <laughs> no, so 
All right. Well, you guys heard about like what I want, right? What uh, the studios that I hope they, they make. Um, again, Soldier of Fortune, um, the other game, Singularity Two. Yeah. I mean, starting with you, Caroline. I mean, is there any oh. g- games besides Overwatch oh. Two? You ready to express that? But like <laughs> any classics, you hope that could be born again, re- like remastered, remade, uh, reboot. Um, what do you hope out of this deal? I want Transformers. <laughs> I want hey, my Transformers. Yeah, that's High Moon, High Moon yeah. Studios. They did a War for Cybertron, and I can't remember all the names off the top of my head, but they all made Cybertron. three. Yeah, they made three Transformers games. And uh, they, like, Rises. those games <laughs> are so fun. And I just want them backwards compatible. Like, I, I just, even if it's not backwards compatible, I would love to see a new Transformers games. They were the ones that went out there and were like, you know what? We're not just going to make a simple beat em up Transformers game. Like, there's this one on Game Pass right now, and it's just so blech. And, Which one? Oh, it's like some. Hang on. There's some really good beat em ups on Game Pass. Oh, Transformers yeah. uh, Battle. Uh, battle. Oh, or battle, yeah, battlegrounds, battlegrounds. Isn't it something grid? Uh, I think it's just oh. Transformers Battlegrounds. Okay. The Transformers games they fall into a spectrum of like childlike beat 'em ups, and that's like what Battleground is. It's not even a beat 'em up. It's you're almost playing like um, Fire Emblem. It's like a chessboard, and you're just moving your character around the board and yes. making them do actions, and like a board game style. And then there's also like just the games that are based off the movies that are not that well done. And so it's kind of like, eh. But the High Moon Studios for Transformers, like Fall of Cybertron, War for Cybertron, those were amazing games. Those were beautifully made. So funny. It was genuinely like watching the show of Transformers again, but you're, it's a video game. It's applicable. It was so fun. It had co-op, um, local and multiplayer. It was just so great. I would love to see a new Transformers games be made. Just Even if it's just one, I just want a new one. Um, but yeah, other than that, Overwatch 2. Hey, you mentioned beat them up. <laughs> uh, you you mentioning that um it just reminded me because one thing that I was sad about is that uh for a short period of time i do think in a span of less than a year um activision um had the marvel's ultimate alliance one and two remastered yeah um and then transformers uh fall for cybertron and war for cybertron remastered on the xbox one and ps4 and then less than a year it was taken down the same thing with deadpool so they own those three games. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, so I wonder with this acquisition, can Microsoft be like, you know what? Let's bring this game back. Let's bring these games back and let's put it on Game Pass. Uh, let's bring these remasters back. I mean, because it was crazy because uh, Fall Cybertron, Wars for Cybertron, they ran at 60 frames per second, the remasters. And it sucks that, you know, they didn't renew the license Activision. So now you can't buy them no more. And the only way to get those games legit is to get a 360 copy of those games and they're not backwards compatible. You know what I'm saying? So that's sad. I would really like to see uh, um, it come back um, digitally. I hope they renew the license for those and even Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Thank goodness, I think even to this day, you can still buy Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2 remastered for the PS4 digitally on Amazon. Amazon, they still sell digital codes for that, uh, but not Xbox. So just a little fun fact. Um, 
And yeah, again, I'm, you can't buy Deadpool remastered, which sucks. Unless you another, buy it physically. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. Another one that I really, like another game I really want to see, just new, is uh, Spyro. I want to see some Spyros. I'm a big fan of Spyro. Did you play the remastered? Trilogy? Nope. I didn't buy it. <laughs> I now have... you now you'll get it on Game Pass. Now I don't have to. Woo! Yeah. And that's another but, thing. Sorry, good. Well, no, no, I was just gonna say, but yeah, I'm excited. I want some new Spyro. I want some. You know what I want? I want the Crash Bandicoots to come to Game Pass. I want that Fusion Racer one. I must have spent so like sixty percent of my childhood in that game. I played that game so much. I always look at those games when it's on sale because I played a lot of Crash when I had. P- what were they for? PS1 or PS2? PS1. PS1, yeah. Crash Bandicoot uh, 1 and 2, yeah. I played it a lot. And every time it goes on sale, I think, should I get it now? Should I get it now? And I always put it off, just like the Bioshock one. I'm like, should I get it now? <laughs> and now I wait until it's on Game Pass. Now I wait. I still want a physical copy of those games, but man, but they're always like, on sale, $35. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even, um... Yeah, I want the Crash Bandicoot racing, kart racing, whatever. But Tony, did you, did we hear your answer for my question though? What games you hope that could possibly be remastered, remake, or just rebooted um, with this deal that you hope to see out of this deal? Yeah, I wrote a short list of dormant oh IPs uh, because I saw a good list online. There's quite a few that Microsoft could play around with uh, from acquiring Activision Blizzard. But I wrote some that just stood out to me, and we went over some of them, but Singularity is number one. If they just make it backwards compatible, that's all I need to be satisfied. If they do (laughs) a remaster, amazing. If they do a part two, it'll blow my mind. Uh, I'll cry, dude. DJ Hero. I forgot forget that. We'll never get another DJ Hero, but it's just... No, we can't, though. No, no, the peripheral games are done, man. I don't know if people they got buy the money, dude. They got the money. They can no, do it, Carl. They got infinite money. I know that. Dude, but we thought this acquisition the, was impossible. No, but Carl, the people don't care about DJ Hero anymore. <laughs> the no, people, the gamers, don't care. There's an audience, Tony. There is an audience. There is. Us two is not enough, Carl. <laughs> you and me is not enough. No. Would be neat if they make it like an arcade game. Put it in Dave and Buster's. <laughs> They, oh, they could, hey, nice. that's smart. That, that would be nice. But yeah. uh, no, but 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 bro, those turntables will be broken in a week. It, no, there <laughs> is a comeback though, because Rock Band Four did sell, but not enough, right? And, and there was another Guitar Hero, and now they're just like, well, that was a disaster because they legit changed up the controller, and it's stupid when you um, fail a song, you have to like watch the whole intro of the characters going on the stage, and then the song plays. Uh, they messed up a lot, and I think so it was Rock Band online only. Yes, it, it, yes, because it was more to its roots. And well, it not much stuff. better, right? Is like I bet it was good, but it just didn't. It's just nobody talks about it. I I I never heard anything about it since it launched. Is it still being supported? Is it still being supported? Yeah, with like DLCs not, or anything, or I'm not too sure, but it does have plenty of you know songs added to it, like okay. DLCs. I mean. Um, and then, of course, they came out with Fuser not too long ago. And then we might never see Rock Band oh, ever Fu- again. Fuser, yes. Fuser, that's the DJ that's one. That's pretty oh, good. Yeah, you mix. That's DJ I Hero, pretty much. Now that you say it, that's true. Yes, yeah, so I'm pretty satisfied. But uh, 
what sucks is because I think the face I think then Facebook bought that studio now, Harmonix, and now we can never see another rock band ever again. Oh, they did. You're right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh, wow. R.I.P. Harmonix. But Microsoft, well. they they could bring back Guitar Hero or DJ Hero or both. They could do it. They could do it. They definitely could. But is there a market for that? I don't know, Carl. I really don't know. It might have to be like some VR integration. <laughs> VR integration. All right. And then we also mentioned Soldier Fortune. I thought that was notable. It's, it's a good game. Um, prototype. Will they do anything with Prototype again? Prototype? I'm sorry, listeners, if I scream to your ear, I apologize. Uh, but, you know, to be honest, I was like, yes, I'm going to talk about Prototype in the podcast. And this whole time, however long we've been recording here, that slipped my mind until you brought it up. I'm glad I wrote it down then. Prototype. Yes, because Microsoft owns Prototype, and the studio wanted to do a part three. It's just, I'm not oh. sure if it was stuck in limbo. Like, they wanted who to. Who did for, it? Do you know who did it? Yeah, uh, Ratatouille. Um, uh, Ratatouille sure, uh, games. Ratatouille. <laughs> no, it's it's. I think it's Radical Games. I think it's Radical Games. I'm not sure if I pronounced it right. I mean, I, I got the the name of the studio here. I'm pulling it up right now. Um, yeah, All right, we're, go we're... for it. But yeah, prototype. They have two games. Oh yeah, go ahead. I, I sincerely apologize. I didn't mean to interrupt you. R A D I C A O. Oh, radical! Radical! Oh, right. So, radical entertainment—they're the ones. Well, that is that does that studio still exist? Yeah, Mark says it here that they own it now. Okay. Well, you know when the deal closes, uh, they, okay. they still they still live. <laughs> so, what uh, are they doing? They're on Call of Duty. Because they they also I I think so. Uh, but they also made um incredible um the incredible oh. ultimate destruction oh. back on the original Xbox and GameCube. So now. Microsoft owns that, you know, they own that studio, you know, so it's just crazy, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, Whoa, I Sonic could keep Spider-Man. We oh, have dude, the Hulk. Be Yo, no. <laughs> that'd be crazy. No, that'd be crazy, dude. That'd be crazy. I don't know why I talk like that. You just give me an answer. Yo, that'd man. be crazy. Be- yeah, I'm like, Yo, that's crazy, dude. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> radical, man. No. <clears throat> so, yeah, they could do it. Well, of course, they would have to work with Marvel on that and get permission, but yeah, you know, they own that game. So you please continue with your list. I'm All sorry. Right. To I got two more. I got two more. I'll save the best one for last. Uh, next one, Time Shift. That's under... At least one of them was published under Activision. Time Shift? I, but there's only one game, Time Shift, right? I thought there were more. No, no. Uh, time Shift, you're talking about the one that uh, is like a dude in a silver suit on the cover. You see like a... He has like a, a orange or yellow visor and... Legit, you could pause time. You yeah, could, wasn't you it want... that multiplayer one? And you could also like pause time and uh... yeah, you throw grenades. It's like a time yeah. bubble. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. There was only one game of that. Activision published that, right? I don't know. I got the game behind me. I could look it up, or I could just look it up <laughs> yeah, just walk on over. <laughs> Check if Activision did that. Yeah, but it's crazy though. Yeah, but yeah, I think you're right. Radical Entertainment did that. Um, but what was the the last? Oh, one? Are you seeing it? Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna check. I, I'm typing it in right now. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I just saw the list. I probably should have double checked it because there's some that I knew for sure. Time shift, I wasn't sure. And as a matter of fact, the, the last one on the list, I didn't check, but it makes sense because we spoke about it, and I vaguely remember it 
being part of this the history of uh a certain game that we're very interested in well all about you want me to tell you i got the answer oh yeah tell me yeah tell me tell me confirm so sorry so yeah so the developer was saber interactive um they're still around they recently ported um world war z to nintendo switch uh but it was published though the game was published by activision um then verdi games and sierra entertainment so three all right so they don't own they don't own the ip then maybe okay oh yeah uh actually uh, right here i think it don't yeah uh it was uh Developed by Saber Interactive and published by um, Vivendi Games for Microsoft Windows, Xbox 360, PS3. It was developed using the Saber 3D engine, blah, blah, blah. So I'm not sure Microsoft owns it. I mean, uh, Activision owns it. Okay. Please continue. All right, so this last one was very important. And you'll know. I'm checking it out. Definitely published by Activision. True Crime. Oh, I knew, I knew you were going to say that, too. It popped in my mind, but I'm like, wait, United Front Games. But I'm like, no, no. No, no, no. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yo. Oh, my goodness. That means Microsoft owns Caroline. That means they own True Crimes. That means they own me. <laughs> now, hold on. Hold on. Because, yeah, as soon as I saw True Crime, I'm like, okay, hold on, Carl. You know where my mind was racing to. I'm like, this is incredible. Maybe something could happen with this. But now I'm looking it up. Developers... Luxo Flux. I don't know who that is, but I'm seeing their Wikipedia, and they're already like a studio that studio that got shut down. So I don't know who owns the IP of True Crime. Uh, but Caroline, the reason why we're so excited is because Sleeping Dogs is a spinoff. Not even a spinoff, but it was like it started off supposed to be a True Crime series game. Um, True Crimes Hong Kong. Yeah, True Crimes Hong Kong, because the first one was True Crime New York, and. No. Yeah, it just never went through. It just fell through. It's third game. So. Was, sorry. The True Crime Streets of LA was the first game. Second game was True Crimes New York City. And then the third, and then the game, third one was going to be Hong Kong. Yes. Please continue. But just, I guess by that point, Activision didn't care for it. I forget the story. Their official but, statement was they felt like um, it wasn't going to be good enough. They canceled the game actually a few weeks before release. Um, yeah, because they felt their statement, it, they felt like it wasn't going to be good enough. Tony, please continue. So then United Front Games, they wanted to carry on with this idea because they thought they had something special. So I guess they look for or Square Enix finds them, but they they go to Square Enix and Square Enix publishes Sleeping Dogs and ends up being incredible. It's I think it's a cult classic now. Like anyone you find online uh, loves this game. And so as soon as I saw True Crime... I thought, dang, could they do Sleeping Dogs? Could we possibly get another <laughs> Sleeping, Sleeping Dogs? Dogs. <laughs> oh, does that is is that what that means? But no, because Square Enix has the Sleeping Dogs IP, like the right. name. So, and also but, United like, Front is not even is not even a, a right, studio right. anymore. So, mm-hmm. all that's my dreams so are shattered. Here. Yeah. yeah, that's all sad here. But dude, they could still. Um, I do believe, to my knowledge, that Activision does own True Crimes. That was their, that's their IP. That's why United gotcha. Front Games they had to find a different publisher and they had to rename the game because that's Activision's IP. And um, yeah, so they and could make a game called True they Crime could make Hong, Hong Kong. Kong. 
and it could be a spiritual successor. To That'd the be awesome. That'd yeah, be awesome. you know what I'm saying. Um, it's, it's a possibility, and dude, dude, that's why you had to be on the show tonight. You had to be in Caroline. This yeah. was my only opportunity to bring up sleeping dogs whenever I can. <laughs> dude, yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, like who else can I talk about true crimes with? Who else? Nobody but you, man. You're right. They own that IP. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying like this acquisition is is huge. Beside, and I'm a little, it's it, it's a little weird. It's a little weird. Um, that you know, if you look at the the photo online, like oh, you know, Activision Blizzard is now part of X, uh, Team Xbox, and they show a little bit of pictures there. But I'm like, wait, you know, I mean, those are their major IPs, I guess, but. You know, I, there's so much more IP. Yeah, they don't show a that. lot of them. I know what you mean. Yeah, there's so, they, so much. They show the active ones, obviously. But yeah, there's yeah. a lot more underneath. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they don't even show their like all their big ones. Like They should have put Hearthstone on there. Uh, they should have put... Because Blizzard is basically carrying the weight of all that. Because Activision just has Call of Duty. And then King is just uh, Candy Crush. But yeah, they should have put more Blizzard ones on there. Since they were, you know, they're still active. But yeah, Blizzard is rep- represented by what? Uh, Overwatch and StarCraft? Overwatch, Diablo, StarCraft, World of Warcraft. Yeah. Hearthstone is so huge. Well, I'm not following it closely, but I assume it's still pretty big. Yeah, Hearthstone is pretty and, big. Yeah. And Blizzard is the one that's the most active with, like, um, what's the term? Esports. That's true. All the. I don't know how Overwatch is doing still, but I know Overwatch Overwatch, League was a big deal. Overwatch League is pretty big. Now I have another theory, but uh, I gotta look it up. I gotta look it up real quick though, because I gotta remember the guy's name. Or Caroline, you should actually know it. Maybe. What? Who was like one of the heads? Of like the Overwatch team, Jeff and Kaplan? he ended up. Who? Jeff Kaplan. It's probably him. I have to see a picture of him. Um, he has glasses, kind of right like. Now. He has glasses, curlyish hair. I miss him. He was the best. So that's him. We're talking about the same guy. Our daddy Jeff. So we're talking about the same guy then. <laughs> Is that I'm yes? Sending it right now, just so you know. Oh, okay. I just wanted you to say yes, and you keep saying, Daddy Jeff. Oh, I miss him. <laughs> so is yes? Oh, so is that a yes? I'm sending a picture right now. <laughs> oh, Daddy. I need Daddy you to Jeff. confirm, but I do yeah, miss him. That's who the guy I'm talking about. So he's gone now, and a lot of people had trust in him, right? Like, I'm sure oh, you yeah. can speak to this. Oh, yeah. Oh, Wait, yeah. he left? He yeah, left. He's he gone. Yeah. He's gone. Too much pressure. I have a theory that... He uh, he left mysteriously. He didn't give a reason. It was pretty vague. He wrote... I think he wrote, like, a very, you know, um, non-emotional, just professionally... Yeah. It was very short, too. He was just like, yes, I'm leaving. Uh, Treat the new guy well, kind of thing. I have a theory that Xbox could bring him back. That's my theory. Oh, that would be the James Gunn comeback of the century with just video games. Accusations against him or anything? Like, no, no, no he just no. got up and walked out one day. This, this has to do with um, what was no. going on at Blizzard. So, just like the kind of like the not development help, but you know, just like the the problems they were going with, and you know, Overwatch Two. 
you haven't heard much about it, but I could imagine they're struggling as well with like finding out, you know, their direction with the game and stuff. And I assume Plus, he they, left because um, of that. You know, they went through a lot in terms of upper management reordering because like they were one of the games that was heavily ran by people like the people that were reporting to jeff kaplan were the ones that were being accused of a lot of the misconduct one of the guys named jesse mccree who was previous there was a character in overwatch named after him and they renamed him because of that but um jesse mccree who worked on overwatch he was one of the guys that like created the that like infamous bill cosby room that was going around on a on articles and scandals and things like that. So Jeff Kaplan himself was not like, there's no accusations against him. He wasn't a part of that. He wasn't a part of that, but it's easy to see that he left because of the growing culture, the company's mishandling of it, covering it up and things like that, that he was just like, you know what? I'm just going to step out. Like I see, you can imagine it's not a workplace he wanted to be around anymore. Yeah. And also it could be like a ticking time bomb. The Activision Blizzard was already being sued by the state of California for everything that was going on. I think that's still going on. That case. Yeah. Yeah, It's going to be interesting. But my prediction, and I don't have much to go off of, I just get the feeling that just like they brought back Joe Staten for, for Halo to like resurrect Halo with Halo Infinite. I think they could. I think Phil and Xbox could bring back Jeff Kaplan for Overwatch 2. Tony, from that, your lips to God's ears, because that would be amazing. I think that, they could do it. That would be amazing. Overwatch has not been the same since Jeff Kaplan left. Oh boy, that's crazy. And, well, we have about five minutes left of this episode. Okay. Do you guys want to talk or mention anything else with this amazing news today? You know, acquisition, any questions, anything? No rush. Even if it goes past five minutes, actually. I think I'm good. Um, I'm just mostly excited. What a time to be alive. This is great. (laughs) It is, definitely. I 100% agree, and I'm so happy, so blessed. Thank you, Lord, that uh, I own an Xbox Series X. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm really blessed. Tony? Uh, Cara, I just want to thank you for inviting us to talk about this because this is a very, very big moment in gaming, and I'm glad we got to, you know, mark it down and document it and express our thoughts on it. So I just want to say that first. And then outside of that, just to wrap up my thoughts, I think I'm excited for the possibilities because, again, I, I don't really play any of these games that they're making right now at all. But there's a lot of talent here, like a lot. And I hope Xbox takes advantage and they do what we're talking about. I hope they uh, revive these dormant IPs and they just go to each and every studio and say, hey, have, is there any ideas bouncing around in your head that you want to work on? And we'll, we'll fund you. We'll fund you on that. What do you got? And I hope a lot of these studios can start working on what they want to work on. And... Yeah, I don't like Call of Duty, but keep making Call of Duty because I know a lot of people like it too. So, well, would you keep your promise on that? Well, first of all, you're welcome, and I should be thanking you guys for coming on to the show. Thank you guys, you know. Um, but you know, you always tell me, is it on Game Pass? I go, no, and then, all right, I won't play it. Or you know, you always make that joke, but Call of Duty is going to come on Game Pass. It's happening, right? Would you play Call of Duty again? 
when it comes to gay pass. No, I gotta keep my dignity. It's under new management, under new ownership. What are you talking about? And it's gonna be on Game Pass. You said you would try any game. But, you told me you would try still, any game. It's still the gameplay game that I'm tired of, though. Yeah, but come on. I think but, when Tony know, said specifically, I'll play any game on Game Pass, Davey said something like, even Call of Duty, and Tony was like, no, not Call of Duty. But, but yeah, but but it's but it's, it's under new ownership. You know what I'm saying? Like it's Well, this started way before Game Pass existed. I got tired of Call of Duty at Black Ops 1. That's when I dropped it and stopped playing it. And yeah, I got but... tired of the annual releases and i got tired of the gameplay so i'll tell you what if if call of duty skips one year i'll play it they, they if it skips one year i'll play it all right cool Ooh. so it, it's it's known here the official announcement yeah i'll put it Only here is gonna play call of duty again because that's exactly what's gonna happen it's all it, right it, we'll see gonna, it's not gonna come on yearly they're gonna it's gonna have more time in the oven they're gonna put some nice some nice garlic on that, you know what I'm saying? They're gonna marinate it, they're gonna <laughs> put it in the oven, they're gonna make it brand new, delicious coming out, finger sucking, you know? You heard? Excuse me? Finger sucking. Good night, okay. everybody. Suck your finger. But I'll say but also let me add a little bit more. Yes. This isn't gonna happen, but I, I'm not counting a delay. If it gets a delay to the next year, which is not gonna happen, that doesn't count. It literally has to skip a year, like, hey, we're not releasing Call of Duty this year. Right, 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 the next year or wh- wherever. If it's one year minimum that it's skipped, I'll play it when it releases. This will be exciting. And Caroline, what about you? Are, are you, you know, when it comes to Game Pass, are you gonna be playing it? Is it possible? I, I'll play any game if it's on Game Pass. I don't have hey. dignity like Tony. I'll play any game if it's on Game yes. Pass. Yes. So guys, you heard it. All right, okay. That's all I want to hear. I'm sleeping good tonight. <laughs> I'm go sleeping there, dogs right? tonight. I'm done. Sleep- <laughs> no, but again, I want to thank you both so very much for coming on the show. This was an amazing conversation. So good. Time is flying by. You know what I'm saying? Like just talking about this. When I heard about this this morning, again, I, I was super, super hyped. That's all I thought about all day. I had to, you know, it, it's crazy. I had to watch my younger sister and I was like, oh, you hungry, Rachel? She said, yeah. I'm like, all right. And I just thought about just this acquisition. Like, it never left my mind, basically. And, and again, and, and, and Tony, you bringing some revelation, you know. Uh, oh, my goodness. That's right. They own the True Crimes IP. They own, uh, you know, just th- these classic games, DJ you know. Hero. DJ Hero, uh, praise like we spoke about singularity, like it's so much more. Uh, prototype, prototype, that's a that's a big one. That's a game I owned for ten years and I still didn't beat it. And I'm talking about the first one, and I oh had the boy. second one as well. Yeah, so I got to get to work on that. Matter of fact, that's going to be a, another episode of mine. Uh, I was going to talk about games, uh, a little preview here. You talk about games beat. that I had for over ten years and I still <laughs> that you never beat. beat. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was gonna, I wonder how, how much you could talk about games that you have. I beat. might have to make a part three or four. Of that kind of episode, to be honest. <laughs> but uh, you know, but you know, stay tuned for that, guys. Amen. No, but uh, yeah. So, listeners, if if you have any questions and our topics, uh, you want to talk about, you want us to talk about here on the show, you can send your questions at twgpquestions at gmail.com. Make sure you write a question at a subject bar and also leave your name so I can properly address you here on the show. Um, also, you could. Uh, stay tuned to True Way Gaming Podcast uh, on YouTube. Uh, True Way Gaming Podcast is the name of the channel, so you could stay tuned to that. Also, you could send your question and our topic, or just say hello to me on Twitter um, at uh, at True Way Gaming um, as well. And then 
guys, Caroline and Tony, I'm, you know, you've been on here at the show before a couple of times, but you guys have your own show and your own network. Where can fi- people find you on the interwebs? You can find us on Instagram. And well, first, our show is called Elbow Nudge. We're a movie-centered podcast. Not just movies, though. We have shows and um, documentaries, things like that. But we primarily deal with movies. Um, you can find us anywhere you stream a podcast. Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple, Google Podcast, anywhere. You can also listen to us on YouTube. And we have social medias on Instagram and Twitter. And we're always at Elbow Nudge. So you can find us at Elbow Nudge. Awesome. That's all you guys. Anything you want to add to that? Yeah, please download Sleeping Dogs. If you haven't played it, it's a great, <laughs> great game. Hey, you know what? I agree with that. Please, please tweet guys. at Matt Booty for another Transformers game, please. Yes, or yeah, and, and, and bring the remasters back. That's what I want. That's at what I Matt want. Booty. Those games are so good. All right, so... Um, at Booty. At the Booty. Is hashtag like at Booty? No, I think he's like... No, it should have been though. He's at Matt Booty. It rhymes with Matt. Might as well have been at. At Booty. We're a bunch of big kids here. All right, guys. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So, I love you guys. Jesus loves you. My name is One Way Soldier, and starting with you, Caroline. Caroline. (laughs) You okay? You crying? <laughs> Let's try that again. So, yeah, I love you guys. Jesus loves you. My name is One Way Soldier, and this is Caroline. Oh, Caroline. Yeah, this, this is, is this is your cue. What am I? Supposed- you say your name, and then we just leave. All right, I, for the last I, time. I Take three. <clears throat> God bless you guys. Jesus loves you. My name is One Way Soldier. And Tony, starting you. And I'm Tony. And I'm Caroline. And this is the end of our transmission. Pew. Outro, 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 outro. Craig, take us out. Outro, 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 outro. Download Sleeping Dogs. Download Sleeping Dogs. Download Sleeping Dogs. Wait, I forgot. Is this like a Download Sleeping Dogs ASMR? Sleeping Dogs. Download Sleeping Dogs.